I'm Eli, and this is the Federal Room. We got Andrew O.C. over here from the Enigma podcast. Say hello, O.C. Hello, O.C. How you doing? <laughs> uh, if I can introduce myself real quick. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Andrew O'Connell, uh, the host of the Enigma, or at this point, the co-host of the Enigma podcast. I co-host it with my buddy, Connor Bonaskevich, a.k.a. the Daily Bonger. Uh, we record an episode and upload an episode today, episode 32. Uh, that's up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everything. Pretty much every streaming platform you can find us. Uh, we talk about everything, current events. Uh, we have guests on. We we have a good time. Eli has been on the show before. Um, yeah, it's it's a good time. All right, I'm still in your thunder. Go ahead, Eli. Hi, <laughs> guys. If you haven't listened to the Enigma podcast, I love it. I've been listening to since since episode one got released. I've always loved it. Enigma podcast gave me the motivation to start my first one, the town hall podcast with my boy, Kenny. Love the idea. He made podcasts cool. Okay. Out where I live, OC started the podcast thing. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the recognition. All right. So the stock market, we're, we're big players in there. Of course. How do you personally feel about the stock market's condition right now? Ooh, um, you know, definitely, um, I think is a very vulnerable market, uh, especially you've seen a couple weeks ago, the big uh, GameStop AMC uh, short squeeze yes. that went on. And you see all that liquidity be pumped in um, and with all of it pretty much taken away pretty quickly. So it's definitely a very volatile market uh, nowadays especially with this new administration, we'll see how they've been doing. But, uh, you know, Trump's acquittal today uh, from his impeachment uh, will probably definitely have a pretty big impact on uh, Monday's, uh, uh, this coming week's markets. Uh, But on that in general, our market is very volatile, especially, um, you know, not everybody's vaccinated. Who knows when we're going to get everyone vaccines, you know, um, who knows how our econ- how long our economy is going to be in shambles? So uh, right now, current state of the mar- uh, current state of the markets, I think it's pretty volatile. We'll see if it uh, if it goes up, it may turn into a bubble and just absolutely destroy everybody, or it could take a little bit of a correction and then maybe spread out, you know, settle out over the next year or so. Yeah, we we could see a lot of a lot of especially new, very new retail investors i don't even want to call them retail investors just robin hood investors just a 17 year old uh yeah with their bar mitzvah money <laughs> i love it i'd like to think of them as the ones that took their older siblings social security numbers to oh, open yeah. up the account absolutely but yeah they're definitely going to get wiped out and they're going to be going back to their parents saying hey i got Give me your money out. About that loan, no return. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of people are going to get wiped out. I'm scared I'll get wiped out, but I I got a solid game plan. I'm heavily invested in gold right now. I'm ready for this. Um, The gold stock that everybody should be looking at, very undervalued play is KGC. I'm not a financial advisor, just for educational purposes. (laughs) KGC, I love it. I always buy it every time it goes under seven. 690, 695. I buy crazy. I have about like 300 in my portfolio. AGC, you said? 
K KGC. And I checked out, um, and now, so CNN updated their analysis for them to go up to 15 a share this year. But a lot of, the, I saw a lot of analysts or forecasters saying KGC is really around 20 to 25. It's very undervalued. It should be around 20 to 25 right now. So yeah, this could be, a, this could be a huge bull run here. I really love the play. Um, I'll hold it for as long as possible. Like I, I don't care about time. I love this company. It just started a dividend. So this is going yeah, to be uh, awesome. pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I really like it. Yeah. I'll take a look at it. Yeah. Definitely take a look at it. It should be on everybody's watch list. At least I feel yeah, like there you go. And it's a great way to diversify the portfolio. Sure. We'll take a dip in the first initial correction, but once gold prices start hiking up, this bad boy is going to be rolling. Especially, and, yeah, especially, you know, there's a lot more pressure going back to the gold standard. At least it was during the previous administration. We'll see if it settles this time around. But, uh, you know, the dollar is kind of weakened a little bit. And everybody's kind of like yeah. scared, you know, hey, should I get into gold, you know? Yeah. And these are the questions people should be asking. Hey, how do I diversify my portfolio to prevent uh, me from getting part of this uh, – crash yeah. or being wiped out as a right. retail investor because institutions they're not going anywhere they're sad right. they know what they're doing big guys yeah. <laughs> and as a retail investor it's your duty to make sure you stay diversified and protected during these types of times because Absolutely. as much as you want to go on reddit say hey what's the next big money play i'll tell you some good money plays but i'm not a financial advisor and uh <laughs> while we're talking about uh, specific stocks i was uh for a long time on Robinhood. i got uh, i'm on uh, sundial sndl and mj which is an alternative harvest etf um, yeah. aka the pot stocks uh yeah. i've been on them for about a month or so and recently sundial got you know like restricted or something it took a huge dip and i was like holy crap you know but um I think with the potential federal legalization of this whole thing, uh, I think those things could become a huge industry. So I got, I got on Sundial and I got an MJ, which is an ETF. So, uh, yeah. And if you want another, like, pretty hot Mary Jane stock, obviously you got Planet <laughs> 13. And uh, there's another one here that's really nice. Canopy, canopy Growth. These okay. guys during that like huge MJ run, yeah. they went all the way up to 55. That's when Sundial was shooting up to all yeah. the weed stacks or MJ stacks, my bad. <laughs> and uh, now it's down to 40. It got beaten like a dead horse. Like, oh, yeah? I, this is a beautiful buy right now. $40. I'm going to probably pick up. I'd say 50 shares on yeah. Tuesday because Monday it's closed. Oh, yeah. It's, it's President's Day on Monday, isn't it? Yep. Oh. Wow. oh, my God. We have to go back to some of this politics stuff. There's, like, some big news that just hit today. Yeah, big news. You brought it up earlier. I, I forgot. I we did. have to go back to that. We got to go I back did. to that. I was reading a little. And um, so do you see any, like – do you see any short-term pullback? Because we know the long-term pullback, this, this market's got to come down. 
Right. Plays are going to dry up. People are tired of buying, buying high, selling low. Mm-hmm. People are getting sick of it, especially after this game. I feel like GameStop is what ruined everything. It saturated the market. Everybody mm-hmm. became sour, and a lot of people lost money. I, a lot of people came to me during that week saying, hey, how can I get in the stock market? I always see you posting it. I help them. But then they asked me, how do I invest in GameStop? How do I invest in AMC? I'm like, hell out of here. This is a real investor. <laughs> the second I heard GameStop or AMC, I became so sour. You're out. You're out. Oh. Get out of here. Um, well, long term, I definitely agree. You know, the state of our economy right now, um, we are facing... Uh, I mean, our unemployment's coming back down, but it's not, it, it won't be at the point of pre-COVID of sub 4% for a long time. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of the, you know, the Federal Reserve and every pretty much bureaucrat will realize that we're going under a period of inflation right now. Yeah. And there's a time where that inflation's got to kick in, uh, kick in its effect on the markets. And if, if you inflate over inflation, that's basically you're printing through the roof. And as a result, the value of your dollars are going to decrease. Yeah. So I think at this point, you know, there's going to be hit some hit hard jobs, uh, jobs and industries are going to be hit hard. Um, and we'll have to see, we'll have to see in terms of short term, what we're going to be doing. But, uh, I think, um, with all these restrictions going on, especially with like the SEC and going on Robinhood and these exchanges and be like, Hey, let's restrict these people. Cause yeah. we want, we want to do what we want. I think it's really going to screw market over for a while. Yeah. yeah. That's right. We, we, I was such a hardcore advocate for the stock market because I was like, everybody has the chance to win. However, when I saw them restricting us and all this, I was like, wow, my father was correct. The big institutions get what they get or what they want. And I didn't believe them. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what they all say. But anybody could be a winner in my opinion. But then when I saw this, I was like, wow. They really don't want people to win. And that just, yeah. that baffled me. I couldn't, I can't, I don't know how to describe it. It just baffled me just watching them, what they were doing. But I wasn't personally involved in those stocks. Neither so, was I. Yeah. I, I care about like the nice, safer investment. I want returns on my money quick, but I like, I like dividends too. Dividends are nice. Yes. And, um, so what were, you were saying something earlier. Uh, Janet Yellen. I think that's how you say Yellen. Yellen? Yellen? Yellen. Yellen? Janet Yellen, yes. Yellen. There you go. She she made it clear. She's uh, Jerome Powell V2, basically. She's keeping that printer on. She loves stimulus checks. So mm-hmm. that we're going to be definitely inflating it. But she says she has no – she said she doesn't want the – she – how do I say this? How did she say it? She made it very clear that the U.S. dollar will not decrease. She said that that's her promise. She, she wants, said, yeah. I think that's just words coming out of her mouth. Yeah. This, as long as they keep printing, there's got to be some deflation in the dollar. 
Um, Unless you have some strong uh, economic returns or you have some foreign problems, you know, like the Euro would go down or the French. But uh, we'll have to see about that. Yeah. And honestly, and this is, this brings it to the next point. Uh, Bitcoin, how do you, how do you feel on Bitcoin? We see these run-ups, Tesla is advocating for it, but they, he already made such a huge return on his money because it just spiked up another 10, 12 K, whatever it was. Right. That was ridiculous. I remember I bought Bitcoin 3K coin and I sold it for 11 or 14. It was, no, it was 11. I sold it for 11 because I wanted to get the new computer set up. And I regretted that because literally two weeks later, because I was like, screw Bitcoin because it was so damn inconvenient because you couldn't pay anybody. It was like so hard to get rid of. Right. But when I finally exchanged it, because I wanted to like cash out because I was like done with it. Two weeks later, PayPal says, yeah, we'll take it. And I'm like, oh my God. So that drove me crazy. And now corporations are are wanting to take it now. And Tesla's leading the way for that. So that's going to, it's going to be really interesting. How, how do you feel about this? Um, well, you know, um, Bitcoin has definitely been a, um, and cryptocurrency as a whole has definitely bumped their presence uh, in the financial community and the investment community for a long time. Um, and, you know, we live in a world of hype, <laughs> you know, yeah. you go on social media, you go, you know, all word of mouth, like, Hey, buy Bitcoin, all this stuff. And, um, you know, I can't even remember, you know, like I remember like three years ago when it bumped up, when they had that huge rally up to 20 K and then yeah. just absolutely fell, broke down. And we yep. thought that was crazy. But yeah. now we're, was it like 40? What was yeah, it? Like, where's more? They want more. Where's it now? Like 45? I haven't checked in a while. You know, I'll check it for you live. But anyway, it's, it's nuts. I was on the trading floor and it, it went up like $5,000 in like a couple of hours. I'm like, are you nuts? And um, yeah, returns. you could just swing trade this on a daily basis and you're set. It's yeah. 40, it's 47, five. We're Jesus. almost hitting 50 right now. Oh, once it hits 50, I think that's going to be, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's restrictive level. It's going to be, it's restraint. I think it's going to take a dip after 50. Can't go past 50. Dude, I don't know. I said that about 20. And then it went to 25. And I said, nope, it's got to be 25. It went to 30. I'm like, it's got to be 30. It went to 42. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, it's definitely a hype bubble. I I mean, I think it's definitely going to be a long-term strong, strong crypto. And I think cryptos as a whole, they're going to have a strong presence. I think they're going to have strong valuation. I think they're Bitcoin's wildly overvalued. Yeah. I would pay, let's say if I did have a good amount of money where I could actually buy a whole coin again, I would pay nine to 10K for a coin. I would value it that because that was its support level for years. So you can't go wrong, I feel like, with nine to 10 K range, maybe 11 K. That's a little pushing it for me. But when I saw the three K I'm like, it's stupid not to, 
because I saw what was going on. I was already investing in gold. I was like, might as well invest in Bitcoin because the U.S. dollar is crumbling right in front of me. And this was during the March crash, everybody, if you don't know when this time period was. But yeah, this is ridiculously overvalued. And Elon Musk is not helping that either. Like he's making it really too hyped up. And I feel like he's getting way too many retail investors invested in it. And once it crumbles back down, because it will pop, this will pop. Yeah. And when it pops, the people that invested because of him are all going to blame him for this. And it's just not going to be good. Yeah, I agree. Huh. I agree. I don't like it. I just don't like it. But congratulations to anybody that's making money on it. Like, just be very careful. Tread carefully. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to deal with the cryptos. As Warren Buffett said best, if you don't know it, don't be in it, you know? I like that. And uh, the only crypto I loved messing with was Dogecoin. And that's yeah. I doubled my money within three minutes of staring at my phone screen. And I cashed out. Like, I knew how to play smart. People are like, to the moon, diamond hands. And I'm like, shut up. You see 100%, that equals cash out now. For some, Dogecoin shouldn't even be worth one cent. It needs to be worth one cent to even be listed. So they keep it there. But once it's going a little higher than one cent, that's it. It's overvalued right after that because it's just a name. That's all it is. It serves no purpose whatsoever. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so you made money on it. Cash out. No diamond hand crap. I don't like that. The diamond hands thing. Yeah. Like it's called being a long term holder. That's it. Be a long term yeah. investor. No, no, not diamond, diamond hands. hands. <laughs> it's so stupid. But that's my personal opinion. I mean, if you made money on GameStop, AMC, Blackberry, any of that, good job. Yeah. Especially if you cashed out. If you cashed God out, bless. good job. But I know a lot of people that are bag holders now on GameStop and they're down heavy. They bought 350 and right now it's at like 60 or 40. I forgot. Like it's dead. They're saying another short squeeze is coming because it is still. The short interest is like still like 113 or something. And that's still really high. So that technically due to fundamentals, it should have a short squeeze soon. Just, I don't know. What do you think? I think so. Uh, who knows with these people? Um, you know, there's no way to tell for sure. But uh, as long as people are motivated, they can get things done. And uh, I think uh, sure. if they can pull it off once. I think they can do something. Yeah, especially since they six times their community, the Reddit community, yeah, a week. I was under, I was there when it was like less than a million people, and now it's so annoying. I don't even check it anymore. <laughs> like bots and people asking stupid questions. I don't like that. I like helping people. Don't get me wrong. I love helping people get into investments, but investing, not not meme stock crap. Like sure. I don't get me wrong. If you're going to go in and out quick money, day trade, swing trade, whatever it go ahead, but be smart with it. You, you got to remember if you see it dipping, 
maybe it's time to cash out. Even if you're down like only 1%, I'm not taking that risk on a beam stock. I don't know. I don't trust those at all. Right. You never know who's going to be the winner. You never know who's going to be the loser. Mm-hmm. Because there's always got to be two in the market. Yeah. So um, do you know if there's any policies coming up that we should be looking at as, looking at as a catalyst? Um, well, you know, there, uh, right now, or at least for a while, everyone's been uh, hell-bent on stimulus checks. Yep. Um, yeah, some people don't want them. Some people do, you know. Um, it, it really depends on your perspective. I mean, if you take that stimulus check and you do what you're supposed to do is consume instead of save, um, spend it instead of save it. Yeah. Put it, put it back in the economy and get things rolling again. Yeah. Well, what people are going to do is they're going to throw it in their bank account and they're just going to let it sit there. And it's, if this thing keeps going the way it's going, then that money that's sitting there is going to be worth a lot less in five years. Oh, yeah. So uh, if people are smart with their stimulus checks, then I'm all for it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's policy-wise, I mean, they just got to be the, the politicians. First of all, letting politicians dictate how we live our lives. I'm not a proponent of that. But um, anyway, but that's a, that's a point aside. Um, in terms of policies, you know, um, you know, healthcare, uh, health, you got to look at healthcare. You got to look at, um, first of all, the whole energy thing, the Keystone Pipeline. I saw a lot of people lose a lot of jobs. And yeah, they're, it's still just adding seeing those videos because they're still, okay, sure. It's not their fault they ended up in that industry to work for that industry. That that will obviously die off. Right. But just to rip them off those jobs, because as much as you want to get rid of them, because you want to focus on the clean sector, what you should do, in my opinion, in my opinion, have those jobs ready for the clean sector. So once you take them off that industry, so let's say you fire 100,000 pipeline workers you have a hundred thousand clean energy jobs with contracts to bring those guys straight over so they're so they're job secure you got to do that because now they're screwed their families are screwed the economy is going to drag even more now yeah i agree excuse me it's been a long day got to yawn it's all good um but yeah i i agree you know um first of all i think it's kind of dumb the whole thing um I, there have been many epa certifications and exams be like hey this keystone pipeline it's safe it's underground it's passed all the inspections and if, if you stopped the keystone pipeline where else are you how else are you going to transport your natural gas and your crude oil on pollution inducing trucks and trains <laughs> and uh greenhouse gas emitting and uh, yeah, it's not not a best alternative. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna sound like a Pelosi lover here, but um, going back to the stimulus checks, I love stimulus checks because I know what I'm gonna do with mine. Throw it straight into my brokerage account. There you go. But that's that's me personally. I don't know. I don't know what else I'd use the stimulus check for. I 
I just want to use it for stocks. That's the only reason why I want them. And I know college students are going to probably get screwed out of them again. So it's whatever to me until they say college students are allowed, then I'll really, really care. (laughs) But, um, the Keystone, the pipeline. Yeah. Like I'm a huge advocate for clean energy. Like I really do. Yeah. For sure. I got a Wrangler with 13 miles to the gallon. Do you really think I want to pay $6 a gallon? Just <laughs> you know? And it's a regular car too. It's not even my summer car. It's my everyday use car. So yeah, going to that. work, going to Michigan, going back to Chicago, you, you know how annoying that is to pay six a yeah. gallon? Because out here it's starting to get expensive and it's usually dirt cheap. It's usually under $2. Now it's like almost pushing to $240, $250. It's insane. I thought I was back in Chicago. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. It's worse out there, too. I don't know. I don't like it. It was around 250 when I was in southern Illinois last weekend. Ooh. I don't don't like how they ripped the Band-Aid off like this. However, maybe, just maybe, this is a good push to get us more focused on to clean energy. I don't know. We'll, We'll see. Yeah. I'm hoping for the best. I'm gonna. I, I want to trust this administration to this transfer of uh, clean yeah, energy because I really love it. I'm a very heavy investor in clean energy. Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, that would definitely be a very nice alternative. All right, break from the politics. Let's talk about business opportunities. Okay. We'll go back to the politics later. All right, fine. Are there any business opportunities you're pursuing lately? Um. Well, uh, in terms of occupation, I worked at the Chicago Board of Trade on and off for the last couple of years. I'm at school now, so I'm unemployed. But in terms of uh, side projects that I'm working on, uh, well, first of all, I got the Enable Podcast, which is on Anchor FM. Go hit hit us up. Go give us a donation. Um, But in terms of side projects, I am a, I am helping, I'm leading a group of about 20 individuals to create this app called Emporia, which is a social media-esque uh, app that caters to financial education. And uh, basically content creators post videos and uh, people learn stocks and financial instruments and uh, there's going to be an education aspect and people will rise the ranks and learn more about finance because people want to get in the markets and they're very intimidating. So we want to create a solution that'll help them yeah. learn that. Guys, I personally saw this project, huge potential. It's going to be a big thing. I feel like in the future, uh, I'm a very strong advocate of, people learning how the stock market works anybody could get into it which is a pro and a con because people think oh it's it's easy well it's not because once i feel like it's very important for every investor to know how spreadsheets work because the second i started using spreadsheets i felt like such a professional i tracked instead of going on my stocks app every day i'm checking the spreadsheet to see how it's moving and you get to play around with the formulas and the functions you get to organize it very nicely you get to 
be more precise with your due diligence research and everything, it right. really enhances your game. So if you're an investor, you're not into spreadsheets, just look up a YouTube video. It takes you 20 minutes to set up a basic one, and then you get to play around off that. Yeah, That's how I started. And I don't regret it one bit. Worth every single minute of my time. Every second of my time, I'd like to say. Uh, all right. Are you doing tutoring at all or anything? Uh, not currently. Uh, not like, not commercially. Um, I'm, I'm taking a discrete math class for one of my classes. And I, I host review sessions before our exams. So I help people out. People are very appreciative. They call me OC the TA. um but yeah it's just i'm just doing my own stuff right now that's nice that's nice yeah it's always good to have like some side hustles here and there during college because you get to experiment with in college i love it right and um i'm currently starting a few businesses myself oh yeah yeah i'm uh i've been keeping this one on the low i've been dropping hints all over my Instagram and Snapchat. Um, I, but it was uh, February 1st. Our goal to launch, we're, we're launching a fitness brand to compete against Gymshark. We want to make it strictly USA made. Uh, we're very fond of this. We're both huge advocates of working out. I know you're in working out. You're still looking great. You better Thank keep you. that up. You too, of course. And... Uh, yeah, we're starting our own brand, and hopefully we're going to branch it out to a gym out in Phoenix. Oh, whoa, and, uh, whoa, whoa, we've, you already reached that point? No, not yet, but that's the goal. We want this thing huge. H- have you been talking to a gym in Phoenix? We want to partner with local gyms actually all over. We will be contacting our previous high school and other high schools in the area to get into those newspapers, maybe get some sponsorship deals, maybe some partnership deals with LeGrand or with, you know, local gyms and whatnot. Yeah. So in, in uh, hometown USA. Yeah. Hometown USA. <laughs> so who are you partnering with? Uh, my friend, Matt P love that guy. If you go to my Instagram, he's the uh, tall, handsome fella. Okay. German. Love that guy. We're very, him and I, we love talking about business ideas with friends. Yeah. We're like, oh, we should definitely do this. He, he's actually out in Arizona. Great guy. Okay. Um, great guy. We always, we're, we're, we're the same mindset. Yeah. And we'd be like, I'd go to like one of my friends. I'll be like, yo, we should definitely start a, a business together. And then it never happens. But then when we talked, I was like, we should do this. And we were like, he's like, yeah, we should. And the next day we got together, we signed a contract <laughs> and awesome. we got an LLC. We're That's getting awesome. the trademark in. We got a design coming in. We're still waiting on the design. The design is the most important part, but we're getting it down. It's going to be big. I, I really, if, even if it fails, we're happy to be part of the experience. Right. But I feel like we're not going to fail. I'm very optimistic. Um, I'm prepared to lose every penny I put into it. And I'm proud of losing that money because it's whatever. Well, shit. You invest in the stock market to make some extra money that you can invest around in other places. 
Yeah. That's part about the stock market. Well, that's very exciting to hear about your fitness business. Love to have you uh, on the Enigma at some point if you want to promote it. Yeah. I'll actually, uh, we'll do a, I'll get him on the Zoom too. Awesome. We should definitely do a podcast, yeah, group podcast sure. all together. All right. We got to get into the politics stuff. Like, okay. I told myself I'm not going to get too political on this, but you're on here. You brought up about the impeachment. We got to okay. talk about this. This just happened today. I'm not getting, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you my position. For the past few weeks, I've been becoming very, very apolitical. Like, of course, me too. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm just not taking positions that much. I don't want. I don't want to get in fights with people. That's the main one. It's not even that. Like, I just can't even agree with either side anymore. Just, I'm just sitting back and laughing. Like, ha, he's getting impeached. Ha, he didn't get impeached. Like, it was funny. Uh, Yeah, that's funny. Wait, I laughed when I saw the headline. Yeah, he he got acquitted. He got acquitted. Yeah. And you know, he I was didn't get convicted. That's funny. Yeah. And I was talking. I mean, about, I saw it coming, but yeah. 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 And um I was talking about it with my girlfriend and shout out Meg. Shout out Meg. And we're uh saying we don't think the Republicans are gonna vote him off because they know they have re-elections. And yeah, it's it's Trump's party now. Yeah. And they don't want to lose that support because they know Trump behind them equals most likely to win than just saying, oh, I'm a Republican. But if I if Trump says Trump says vote for me, he's they're gonna get some votes. So he got acquitted. How do you feel about that? Um, well, I'm not not surprised, uh, given you know, well, first of all, it's that they uh, the charge was inciting insurrection, yeah. um, and it was hard to find concrete. You know, I I'm not saying that he didn't, our former president didn't rile the crowd up, yeah, and didn't inspire them uh, to do what they did, but you know, it there was not a part in that transcript where he said, "Hey, go to the Capitol and barge in and." wreak havoc yeah um but everybody can assume that okay he kind of inspired hey we need to stop these people yeah from counting these votes but um yeah it's just given the current state of american politics i'm not very surprised that it did not go the way most people expected it to go um i'm just like you i've gone very apolitical so um yeah i don't even really talk politics on the enigma anymore because yeah. I just keep getting criticism for it. Really? Yeah. I I don't criticize anybody's political belief. I challenge it. Well, yeah. that is criticizing, but like. Yeah. Smart criticism. Yeah. Instead of saying you're wrong, I'm gonna be like, I could see why that I'll find common ground with anybody. I sort of everybody that I had an argument with. I could be on the same side with them. I just play devil's advocate just to get on their toes. And I'd always find common ground with them. That's just a trait of me. I'd always find common ground. Okay. And I honestly just feel like the best president we will ever have is Elon Musk, personally. Yeah, solid dude. If he runs for president, 
Elon Musk will he, he wasn't he wasn't born in the states though. He was. Oh yeah, that's right. He, he's not American, or he he's not a, a born American. Yeah, he's not native born. Ah, we gotta we gotta wait for his son. Yeah, we gotta wait for um. You know what? I was looking forward. I was rooting for Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, because he's well spoken. He's a solid guy. Yeah. But his his um, pledge to not have the national anthem played at Mavs games kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Kind of pissed a lot of conservatives off. Um, and it was, it was it was nasty. But um, I mean, I I don't have any disrespect against him, but it was like, all right, that's yeah. that kind of screwed your chances at POTUS. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, um, who's that guy that I really liked? Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. That's where he is. You got the sign on his wall on your wall. Uh, yeah, that's my roommate's side of the room. But yeah, he's got a Pete poster. I like it. Yeah, I like that guy. But you know what was wrong with him? He was not too social. He he's had- not very experienced. Yeah, I feel like he's getting placed on the board with Biden. I know Biden's putting him somewhere on the cabinet. Yeah, Secretary of Transportation. Yep. And he's going to get some experience in there, which I like. And I th- feel like 2024, he's going to come back strong. Oh, yeah? He riled up a lot of support. He had me. Um, very young guy. He had all the traits of diversity, which I really like. So he comes from all places, which means yeah. he can – find common ground with everybody which i feel like is a very important trait to have as a president instead of being very narrow-minded which most presidents are Mm -hmm. which appeal to only one side i want somebody that can appeal to everybody so we don't have to go through this potential civil war crap like you know how annoying that is yeah and people people arguing oh blah 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 and I, I, I got to say this, if you're under 18 and you have political opinions, I really don't care. Like, you need to have a voter registration card to, to matter right now. Yeah. That's just personal opinion, though. Who can vote 2024? Um, I can. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What year of high schoolers can vote? Why am oh, I um, freshman, right? Am I stupid? Let's see here. Uh, you got to be born in 2006. Uh, you've got um, at the very earliest, at the very latest, um, the oldest eighth grade, current eighth graders, the current people my sister's age. Gotcha. Can vote. If they're born before November of 06. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. That stretches a lot. That's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of new people coming in. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. And how do you feel about um all this? This is completely off topic, but I just remember we were talking about my buddy in Arizona. How do you feel about like this California like population exiting like not surprised i mean you know i for a long time have been critical of california uh for their 
uh, tax policies and uh, their energy um, their energy policies, as well as their um, you know their homeless problem. Yeah, very, very bad homeless problem, and you know the the politicians in California who depend more on having a name for themselves than actually doing anything um, aren't doing a thing about the homeless thing and their, their tax policies have people paying more than they think are worth living in California. So they move out, they move out to Texas, they move out to Arizona, New Mexico. Um, Like Joe Rogan, he moved uh, to Austin, Texas. Um, I'll probably, I, uh, location, future location choice A for me is probably Austin, Texas. After I, want you to, I want you to know about this, though. When I was in Arizona, a lot of the natives there, they're like, our politics are so backwards from what it was four years ago because of the influx of so many Californians. Yeah. Maybe I'll move to Florida. And then and they change. Yeah. They're gonna, and they're changing everything. And that's so frustrating being a native there because you have this yeah. way of life and it's getting changed because a bunch of people are coming from a place that are, and they're going to just turn into another California. Yeah. It's annoying. And Arizona's beautiful, man. Like, yeah, I was there over New Year's. It was awesome. Really? Oh, yeah. It's right. I love the solar panels everywhere, man. Yeah, it's great. I was like, they better have solar panels to begin with. It's a desert. Where, where else are you going to get the best sunlight from? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful out there, man. I was thinking about my, my parents are like, you guys got to move out there. But I we'll move see. out there, man. That's why I wanted to start the gym out there. Yeah. But, yeah. Beautiful. All right. What else you got, Eli? What else you got? All right. So, now we're hopping all over the place, but yeah. Oh wait, the Californian uh, guy that's running for uh, senator, governor, something—he's the fund oh. manager. Oh, uh, the Indian. I thought you were talking about uh, Gavin Newsom. No, 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 no. Oh boy, I <laughs> <with> that guy. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, what's his name? It's a very hard name. Okay. Chamath, Chamath, Palia, Pitia. Never heard of him. CEO of uh, Social Capital. Okay. If you never heard of him, uh, he's chairman of Virgin Galactic as well. Oh, okay. Big shot. Yeah. Really good guy. He really wants to fix up California. Like he says, people will get taxed appropriately we're gonna fix our infrastructure because it's old as crap yep we need to get water to people because we're running they have a big water water problem yeah uh he wants to fix up everything and (sighs) i'm all for it he's he's got so much support man like he's gonna win this and he's a fund manager like he's a very talented fund manager everybody loves him he's very diverse as well so he could find common ground with everybody which is good good trait to have especially in california because you're dealing with 55 million people i believe something like that yeah it's somewhere up very diverse population by the way especially in the big cities 
Yeah. So he can find a lot of common ground with everybody and everybody loves him. That's great. I mean, I don't think Pelosi likes him too much. No, I, she doesn't like anybody. <laughs> Except herself. She's going to be coming for all their spots. And her hairstylist. And her hairstylist. <laughs> what happened to that poor woman? <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. <laughs> all right, man. That's all. You're, that's all you're, you got? You're a great guest for the feta. For the federal room, man. I'm glad to be on your episode two of the federal room. We're going to definitely have you on again because, I you know, it. stock market always changing. And the federal yeah. room, it, it likes to age with the stock market. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I see your stories all the time and you make Greek eggs, Greek yeah. scrambled eggs. Yeah. I need to try that sometime. That looks so freaking good. Dude, anytime. When I'm back in town and you're back in town. Yeah. Summer. I got to give you my options book. Yeah. This summer, dude. Yeah, well, uh, looking forward to it. Perfect. Oh, I love Greek food. The Go one ahead. final question I forgot to throw this in the beginning. And I'm very hurt because I forgot to ask you. This is going to be the most important question out of them all. Do you like feta cheese? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite dish? My favorite uh, oh, feta dish. I, I'm not too. Uh, not too knowledgeable of feta related dishes, but Greek dishes. I love, you know, euros with, uh, not tzatziki. Yeah. Tzatziki or whatever that cucumber, not cucumber, that, that white sauce is. And, uh, I don't speak Greek. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, yo, when I go to Greek islands and they got the Saganaki, Opa and the thing. Oh my God. I got a heart on. I I love eating it. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I was a Greek island. Last time I was Greek islands, there was this chicken. I had this chicken dish. Yeah. And it was it, it was like this, it wasn't it was like this grilled chicken thing. And it was amazing. Every yeah. every dish I've had at Greek Island. And you know, I've never been to Greece. I don't have the money to go to Greece. Uh, uh I don't I don't have the bank. Um, but I that's on my bucket neither list. Do I, neither do they. Don't worry about it. Um yeah, that's on the bucket list of destinations. I hear it's beautiful and the food is it immaculate. It is. It and is. the be- and the women are beautiful. Oh yeah. Maggie is scolding at me. I'm single. Okay. I, I have a right <laughs> to say that. <laughs> All Tomorrow's right. Valentine's Day. What, what are you and Meg doing for Valentine's Day? Or what is that a surprise? Is it a surprise? It's gonna be a COVID surprise, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh, a lot of COVID. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, tough guy. <laughs> All right. I'm great. Oh, man. What's up? What was that? You, you, you cut off. What were you saying? I was saying I was very honored to be a, your guest today. Thank you. You're a great guest. We're going to definitely have you on book again. Of course. I'll contact you. We're, we're going to definitely get you on some other episodes. We love you. We want you. We enjoy you. I appreciate that. All I'd right. To, when we get back together, I'd love to have an in-person. Yes. We'll do like last time. We'll have a, a show switch. I'll be on your show. You'll be on mine. Perfect. We're, we're going to do it. Uh, can I plug my socials real quick? Yep. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Once again, I host the Enable Podcast. Go hit us up on Instagram at D.Enable Podcast. Go hit us up on Twitter at Potter underscore Enigma. 
Uh, if you like my voice and think I and you have an impression that I may be visually attractive, go follow me on Instagram at Andrew J O'Connell. Go go hit me up on Snap at Cappy Andy. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, I'm on Group Me. I'm on Tinder. I'm on Bumble. I'm on Hinge. I'm on Reddit at you uh, slash Lil Drew two thousand two. Oh my God. Um. Yeah, I'm six three or six two six three on Tinder and on a good day. Um, but yeah, that that that's it. Thank you so much, Eli, for having me on. Thank you. Thank you for being on.